Radio. It's Thursday, April 14th, 2022. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Front lines of the information war. It's Alex Jones. Coming to you from the Texas Triangle, Atlantis 2, Austin. I am your host, Alex Jones. And we are blasting forward into the 21st century and beyond because infinity is just the beginning. Infinity is not enough. Those that know, know what I'm talking about. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another very special edition of The Alex Jones Show. I'm extremely honored to be here. I'm extremely honored for all the people that have been gathering and coming to Central Texas for the big fight that's coming, including all the leftists and minions of Satan. But it is not just them that have been coming like Maz the Flame to the great adventure that is unfolding now before us. Well, I told you a year ago that Elon Musk uh, was planning to become the big patriot leader. That's what I was told from a lot of really close sources to Musk, very close to him. And now we see that he is indeed doing that. A hostile takeover of Twitter for 50-plus billion dollars. He's attempting 40-plus billion dollars. He's already put billions in, but an additional 45. So if you add the other money you put in, it's it's 50-plus billion And they are battling tooth and nail. Oh, I thought it's a private company. If somebody buys it and wants free speech, can't they have it? Oh, no, now you can't. Elon Musk offers to buy 100% of Twitter to rescue it as a free speech platform. That is all unfolding right now as we speak here in Southeast Austin in the whole Rogan Jones Musk corridor. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. It is a crazy time to be alive. Make no mistake about that. Then we have the Democrats' re-election bid, outlaw their opposition, getting really serious, and federal documents coming out in court cases where the FBI confirms they had at least 20 informants in just one area, 20 agents in one area, surrounding one particular defendant who has been charged. This is coming out in the Oath Keeper case, uh, vindicating... Dr. Darren Beatty, Tucker Carlson, myself, and many, many others. So uh, an incredible time to be alive there. Dr. Beatty will be joining us, popping in at the bottom of the hour. But he really wants to get into Elon Musk and what he properly calls the free speech battle or free speech fight of the century. This is a big, big deal, and that's coming up as well. 
There's also a report that I'm going to hype up because it needs to be hyped up because it's very important. I'm going to air at the start of the next hour that the aliens are among us. Did, did you know that it's public and they're not even making a big deal about it? Totally new synthetic life forms that never existed on this planet before. That's what alien means. New and different, separate from, not of the area. And there's a new John Bound report on it. The hybrid aliens among us. So that's the start of the next hour. We have that information. We have Saki and some of her incredible statements. Big COVID developments uh, as well. Saki says illegal aliens are free to travel in the U.S., but citizens aren't. And the illegal aliens don't have to take vaccines or masks, but they're trying to make federal employees do it. I mean, these people are real pieces of work. Heard of Chucky? Well, she's the female version of Chucky. We'll be right back on the Alex Jones Show. Stay with us. You are listening to an Infowars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Up and away, we are live. We are transmitting worldwide. We are the resistance to the anti-human forces encamped upon this planet and attacking us at point-blank range. But we are awakening the sleeping giant, and we will not disappoint our ancestors or our future progeny. We will win, and we will go to the next level, interstellar, intergalactic, interdimensional. Wow, what an incredible time to be alive. I want to read to you from an Infowars.com story that has Elon Musk's statement. Here's some of the headlines. Elon Musk announces $43 billion hostile takeover of Twitter. Elon Musk offers to buy 100% of Twitter to rescue it as a free speech platform. Will prominent ban public figures return if Elon Musk buys Twitter is what everybody's been asking. Trump, Jones, people like that. Leftists absolutely lose it over Elon Musk's hostile takeover bid of Twitter. It's all coming up today. But let's actually just read the Infowars.com article with his statement in it. Elon Musk offers to buy 100% of Twitter to rescue it as a free speech platform. Elon Musk has made a, quote, best and final offer, close quote, to purchase 100% of Twitter in order to rescue the social media giant as a platform of free speech around the globe. In an updated filing, Musk has offered to purchase Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, an amount that puts the value of the company at around $43 billion. Musk asserted in the filing that if the offer was declined, he would reconsider my position as a shareholder, meaning he would dispose of his stake. In a letter sent to chairman of the board, Brett Taylor, must have made it clear that his intention was to rescue Twitter and return it to its original role as being an uncensored free speech platform in the world. Here's the letter in full. Before I read the letter, I just want to be clear. Some folks will say, I don't care about Twitter. I don't care about Facebook. I don't care about Instagram. I don't care about it. Leave them alone. They're horrible. They're censoring. They're evil. 
But you have to understand, if big money and private individuals want to start being pro-free speech, that like dominoes will signify the collapse of this unbelievable tyranny that's already gotten Stalin-esque or Mao-esque in its level. I mean, it's already coordinated with these big companies, censoring medical news, censoring national news, censoring medical uh, decisions people are allowed to make uh, and reports and financial information and military information. I mean, it's just gotten unbelievable. And so there's got to be some point when we hit bottom and communist China is not a blueprint of how we should be living. It's not an owner's manual. It's the example of what not to be. So here is his short letter in full. Brett Taylor, chairman of the board. I invested in Twitter as I believe it is potential to be a platform for free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. However, since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve this societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. As a result, I am offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in Twitter, and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced. My offer is my best and final offer, and it is not acceptable. I will need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it, Elon Musk. So he's already massively increased the value almost 30% since he started buying into it a week ago. And he's saying it's going to go up 10 X. If you just let me take control of it and stop censoring everybody. And their response is no, hell no. We want to censor everybody because George Soros is also a big shareholder. According to vital knowledge, Adam Chris Foley must offer is too low for shareholders for the board to accept. However, Bob was lucky to send the blue checkmark journalist and far left activists into hysterics, given they have largely turned Twitter into a platform that buries and ring fences free speech rather than facilitates it. And it goes on from there. It's already up more than 10%. Now it's up 18% on that just since last night's announcement. So very, very exciting things taking place. And a lot of people on Twitter, hundreds of thousands of retweets have been uh, talking about the fact that uh, can Elon hurry up and unban Alex Jones? Nature needs healing, says Blair White. Uh, If Elon brings Trump and Alex Jones back, his investment in Twitter might be 10x overnight. Jordan Shashatel, some of the other ones. Uh, Brett Sampson, do you think Elon Musk should bring Donald Trump, Louis Furcon, Alex Jones back to Twitter in order to begin destroying free speech? So I'm very honored to be at the very center of these international national discussions. It's very, very important. And we're going to have Dr. Darren Beatty joining us to discuss this at the bottom of the hour and the huge developments on January 6th that, that I know listeners are sick of hearing of. I am too. But the feds and the Globalist Control Justice Department are saying they're running their whole operation on this. It's not the Russians. It's not the Chinese. It's not the drug cartels. It's it's not the radical Muslims. None of that's a threat. It's all white people and the epidemic of white mass shootings that are extremely rare and kill less than 50 people a year. But doesn't matter what statistics show. Doesn't matter that's ass backwards. Doesn't matter that white people on average uh, are extremely nonviolent statistically. 
not as much as Asians, uh, but uh, some of the most peaceful group by demographic. It doesn't matter. We are terrorists because the evil Raggedy Ann, the female Chucky, says so. And because the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Millie, says so. And because the ADL says so. You just saw the white supremacist attack on the New York subway a few days ago. It was terrible. That's what the white people do. They're bad. They've got to be dealt with. In case you just tuned in, that's satire. It was a black supremacist schizophrenic that did it. We don't blame black people for that. Like you don't blame white people for Adolf Hitler or white people for Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) But that's how the authoritarians work. They're constantly trying to blame groups for what individuals do. That is not freedom. That is extreme, hardcore tyranny. And the classical manifestation of authoritarianism. But let me tell you what we're going to hit when we come back. And that's the economic news and the Russian news and a prelude to the human-animal cloning news, the new developments there that we're going to be hitting in the next hour. And then we have two special guests, and I, and I like both these guys a lot, and I, and I think they both you know, have a right to say what they say and what they're doing. But Dr. Brian Artis came out of, I don't know, like four or five days ago with his uh, snake venom theory because the effects of COVID, whether it's the vaccine or the virus, are very similar to what one type, there's two different types of snake venom, does in the body. But he thinks that they're, they're putting it in the water or something. And, and I've, I I just don't see how that works because it would dilute the snake venom. We know the COVID virus can get in feces and survive in the water. And, and we know it does have snake venom-like effects. So I'm going to try to get to the bottom of this with him. And then Dr. Richard Fleming uh, is not a fan of this. He's a medical doctor and really been the cutting edge of exposing um, what's happening. He's a big research scientist. He, he, he should be talking about this, but I'm not going to spend all day on that. We're going to talk to Dr. Brian Artis about a bunch of great issues and things he's up to. He's done a great job exposing COVID fraud and the rest of it, the COVID tyranny. And we're going to have uh, Dr. Fleming on about just all the big developments that have come out now, confirming the vaccine isn't a vaccine, confirming it's causing all the problems. I'm not going to spend uh, the uh, whole second and third hour talking about s- snake venom theory. It's been super viral, and I've been asked about it. We've had tens of thousands of emails conservatively come in. I mean, just thousands and thousands of emails a day. And we've had uh, Owens covered it and others have covered it and had Dr. Artis on. So I thought, let's let's get to the bottom of this uh, as quickly as we can. Is it synthetic? Is it aerosolized? That's all declassified admitted. Is it a bioweapon? Hell yeah. Is it coming from snakes? Uh, no. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was a tale of two cities. Paradoxical universe. All right. The, the situation in Russia and in Ukraine is obviously really bad. It is an open proxy war that's rapidly devolving into a full scale war between NATO and Russia. And now they've got tanks and heavy weapons and aircraft have been brought in to be given to the Ukrainians, and the Russians are going to keep escalating. And this is just a real humanitarian disaster. And the facts are in. NATO and the globalists went and started the fight. In fact, find that clip from yesterday, 2014, where I talked about the CIA backing the overthrow. Because that was on the news at the time. It wasn't a secret. And, and, and George Soros going on CNN and bragging that he got $5 billion of tax money to overthrow the elected government. And then they started giving weapons to these militias that are white supremacists that started attacking the ethnic Russia area in the east that's almost 100% Russian, and the Russians got pissed off and lured to, into the invasion. Doesn't mean that's good either, but that's the truth. That is absolutely the truth. And now Russia has warned this could turn into a nuclear war and has said we're going to start bombing your convoys, which is like the Germans in World War I, running ads in the New York Times saying, don't sail on the Lusitania. It's flagged as a cruise liner, but it's really a British military ship carrying munitions from, the, from New York. We're going to sink it. They ran the ad for a month and sank the damn thing and killed over 1,000 people, and the U.S. entered World War I. So it's all admitted that the United States is running the war over there. U.S. Special Operations, the U.S. Army is over there. I know people that are over there currently on the front lines with Ukrainians killing Russians and getting shot at and people dying on their side. I know multiple people. There's a fellow who works in this building, was just there a few years ago training people. It's all secret. That's just the basics I know. So, of course, we know this. But, oh, it broke internationally a few days ago. Pulitzer Prizes are in order. Americans are in charge of the war, says French journalist who returned from Ukraine. 
So yes, do I think our military should be over there running hunter killer drones and all sorts of stuff and, and killing Russians? No. I think the Russians should have invaded. No, I mean, Putin walked into a trap, and they now admit that. I said day one, I believe Putin's walked into a trap. And I don't know how he blames his intelligence chiefs that he was walking into a NATO trap. Russia threatens new nuclear deployments if Sweden and Finland join NATO. 74% of Americans think worst of war in Ukraine is not yet to come. I say they're right. University National Poll finds in Canada. Breaking. Flagship of Russia's Black Sea Fleet hit by Ukrainian missiles dead in the water. Crew evacuated. Wednesday afternoon, Eastern multiple Ukrainian sources started reporting that the Moscow, the flagship of Russia's Black Sea Fleet, had been hit by two Neptune anti-ship cruise missiles. Fired from near Odessa. The missile is a... Native Ukrainian design based on the Russian KH-35, but is has superior range and accuracy because it wasn't designed in Russia. It has a range of about 175 miles and has only entered active service last year. Things are getting serious quick, folks. Zelensky put out his wish list, and Biden jumped up, clicked his heels, and said, yes, sir. Today, I spoke with President Zelensky and shared with him my administration's authorizing additional $800 billion, it's like every day they do this, of weapons, ammunition, and other security assistance to Ukraine. Saki, world leaders do not care what Joe Biden says. Boy, the undermining of him is just incredible. So Obama's running the show and getting ready to get rid of his puppet. U.S. sends Ukraine more weapons and intelligence to repel Russian offensive, says the Financial Times of London. It's about $800 million a week. U.S. lawmakers call for deliveries of heavy weapons to Ukraine as war pivots east. Biden announces another $800 million, as I mentioned. And the Russians have come out and said, we're going to start hitting your convoys when they come into the country. Here's Reuters. Russia says U.S. NATO weapons transports in Ukraine are legitimate targets. They've been saying that for a while, but now they say they're getting ready to start hitting them as even heavier weapons are delivered. And here's just an example of a warning to the Canard Cruise Line, Lusitania, going from Liverpool to New York, saying, do not get on the ship. We're going to sink it. Imperial German Embassy, Washington, D.C., April 22nd, 1915. And you know the rest. The rest is history. The sinking of that ship on May 7th, 1915. Meanwhile, Google is demonetizing all content that victim blames Ukraine or presents a counter-narrative. Yeah, don't show both sides. That's just classical Western ideology and research and what free countries have. No, no, just show only what you're told to say, like the vaccine works. Or 15 days to flatten the curve, and that's all. Now unfolding, though, Taiwan gives citizens survival handbook in case of Chinese... Invasion, with that looming. Four EU and NATO presidents visit Kiev to discuss security weapons and war crimes. And the UN is there now saying they're going to go after Russian war crimes. Of course, you know, the Ukrainians, they can do no harm because we were told so. Well, you've seen you're not allowed to, to look at both sides of this. You're supposed to just go along with the establishment view. We're going to look at this huge development with the attempted takeover 
corporate hostile takeover by Elon Musk of Twitter with Dr. Darren Beatty. And the big developments, of course, that have uh, been coming out on the situation with Twitter. That is all coming up in the next segment. And then we have, again, several other big guests today. But I have some good news because it's a great product that makes people's lives amazing. And it keeps us on the air. It's been sold out for months, but we got a limited shipment of Brain Force Ultra back in stock. Turbo Force is 10-hour, clean, intense, time-release, different types of natural energy and compounds. Brain Force Plus lasts about five hours. It is a totally different formula. Natural stimulant, very, very healthy, very, very good, nootropic. Brain Force Ultra is cold-pressed and a a mixture of the compounds, but goes under the tongue. Tastes really good, by the way. You've never tasted anything like it. It's its own flavors. And then it hits in 15 minutes, and people love it because it dissipates in two to four hours. For me, it's about two hours. So it metabolizes very quick, hits very quick, and then goes out of you very quick. So if I've got to go out at 7, 8 at night, I'm exhausted. Don't want to go to a movie or whatever, but the missus wants to go. You just take a squirt of this out of the tongue, and in 15 minutes, it gives you just a good, clean, focused stimulation like nothing else out there, and then it dissipates in two to four hours. You can sleep. So Brain Force Ultra is now back in stock. It's 40% off at InfoWars Store. Com, and that's how we keep the broadcast on the air. And we've had a lot of people ask us, because they get paid on Fridays, to extend the big 75% off mega sale. So it's extended through Sunday, and then that's it, because a lot of these are about to sell out. Like Pollen Block, 40% off. InfoWars Immune Support, Physio Magnesium, Vitamin D3 Gummies, Vaso Beast, Padre Selenium. And the, and the T-shirts are all at cost till they sell out. So get these limited editions while you still can at InfoWarsStore.com. And thank you for keep, keeping the tip of the spear on air. God bless you. We'll be right back. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. He may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. Well, it was a year ago that Tucker Carlson and Dr. Darren Beatty and others, like yours truly, were on air pointing out massive federal fingerprints all over January 6th. And why do we harp on January 6th? Because this right here, if you're a TV viewer, you can see it. 
is the Democratic Party's entire re-election strategy for 2022-2024 is saying the American people are terrorists. And we were saying this over a year ago. Now you see them coming out and saying, oh yeah, the school boards are terrorists. Questioning critical race theory is terrorist. Everybody are terrorists. And the number one threat is white supremacist. Well, what's a white supremacist? Anybody that questions elections or lockdowns or anything the Democratic Party says. So total vindication. I wanted to get Dr. Darren Beatty, who's been the tip of the spear on this, a a professor, but also one of the advisors to President Trump. I wanted to get him on because he's a political scientist to, 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 to talk about where we are right now and how big a deal it is with the whole Whitmer kidnapping fiasco with the not guilty verdicts and the mistrial of everybody, nobody convicted uh, because the witnesses are there and they have the recordings of the FBI and informants bossing around and commanding and browbeating people into going along with them on plots they believe were being led by a militia leader, not by the FBI. So this is beyond entrapment. I don't know what you call it when you actually hatch the plan and lead the plan. I would call it leading your own insurrection and then framing the people. So Dr. Beatty with Revolver.News, a juggernaut of incredible research, not just on January 6th, but so much. We're going to talk Elon Musk, China, the Russia war uh, next segment and, and all that huge news. Uh, but uh, Dr. Beatty, good to have you on. Wow. This is quite a moment of vindication for all of us. No, it's an incredible moment. And it's really um, it's really an occasion of justice. Uh, it's I call it a moment of justice. And it, you know, as to whether we should be optimistic about it beyond that, it remains to be seen because I think optimism really requires some expectation of accountability. And I don't know if that expectation is ultimately justified at this point, but it's certainly spectacular to see this uh, narrow humiliation of the Justice Department and also a vindication for uh, many of the defendants who are unfairly put in this position, arguably entrapped by the federal government itself. There are two of the defendants who or found neither guilty nor not guilty. And so the Department of Justice has to decide whether or not they want to pursue charges a a second time. So we'll see what they do there. But it certainly is a a worthy capstone to this train of humiliations and really sordid behavior on the part of the uh, federal government, Department of Justice and FBI. Absolutely. What do you make of the federal documents that came out in court were reported on by the Epic Times now all over the news? Even Reuters, I saw, was covering it, um, that 20 informants just in and around where this Oath Keeper was. uh, And they admitted here the Oath Keepers were not violent at all. So just in that one area, 20 FBI and ATF embedded upwards of a thousand commandos that you first broke. uh, They now confirm in and around the crowd that they would have just helped me try to stop people going in. With 100 extra cops, I could have done it. But it turns out they had upwards of 1,000. This is bare minimum dereliction of duty, leaving a few dozen cops to fend off uh, you know, the, the minority of folks who tried to break in. Yes, this certainly seems uh, highly significant. My understanding is it comes from a motion filed by an attorney for one of the defendants in the Oath Keeper cases, a great man uh, called Thomas Caldwell. And... Um, Unfortunately, I haven't been able to see the full motion, and so I don't know what specific information is attached to this claim of uh, a number of ATF and FBI 
agents. I would certainly be interested to see whether they're agents, whether they're informants, assets is kind of a general term, but we don't even need this to, uh, to really kind of have an understanding of what the layout was. Many months earlier, the New York Times reported that there were FBI informants in the Capitol um, reporting to the FBI in real time as uh, January 6th played out. So we know they had informants in there, and we know, therefore, that they were informed. And so the question is, given that they had some visibility into these organizations that they're claiming were planning this in advance, why didn't they stop it? Why did they allow it to happen or potentially even go further than allowing it to happen? Um, and that question kind of answers itself, but the answer is so dark and so disruptive to the mainstream narrative surrounding January 6th that the regime is doing everything they can to push back against the truth on this issue. As you know, it's been in the New York Times, Washington Post, everywhere that Ali Alexander and I are now who they're, quote, zeroing in on. When we were there and had no idea this was going to happen, it's on record. We tried to stop what was happening, that we had a stage over at Lot 8 between the Supreme Court and the Capitol. That's where the Supreme Court believed Trump was going. But then when we show up, there's really no security there, and all the hell had already broken loose in the hour before. I don't understand how the Justice Department is subpoenaing everybody and wants to meet with us. They wanted to meet this week, and then they now they want to meet next week, a whole, whole group of them coming down here. And, and really, I don't know that I'm happy to meet with them, but... I almost want to ask them, are, are are you involved? Because you're asking me what happened. You guys know better than I. You were surveilling everybody. You're all over the damn place. So, I mean, it's kind of ass backwards to come ask me what happened when I'm not sure exactly what happened. Ron, absolutely. Look, there's so many basic questions that aren't answered, and you don't even have to get into the real dark corners that Revolver News has been exposing from the beginning re regarding active federal involvement. How about the question of, simple question of why on January 6th, which everyone knew would have been a highly politically charged day with very important political proceedings going on, how do you account for the fact that not only did they simply not have conventional level of security, they had uniquely poor security on that day? Why not identify the 10 principal people who would have been responsible for that uh, circumstance subpoena them, look at all their records and get to the bottom of why the hell did it yeah. have no security? How did how did these uh, so-called insurrectionists even get into the Capitol? Well, why aren't they there? sending three free FBI and three federal prosecutors to talk to Ray Epps? Why? why? Why do they want to talk to Ali Alexander and Alex Jones as if as if we know what the hell was going on there? Well, the Ray Epps question is certainly one of the most fascinating ones. I mean, here you have an individual who seems to have been one of the key coordinators of the initial breach point of the Capitol that set it all off, that set the stage for this um, rally to turn into a riot and uh, so-called insurrection. He is the only person in the mountains of video footage pertaining to January 6th and January 5th. He's the only person caught on camera explicitly, repeatedly, in a determined fashion, calling on people to go into the Capitol. And sure enough, he's right there at that initial breach point. And he appears early on in the FBI most wanted list pertaining to January 6th. They quietly take him off. And then other than bombshell, explosive, narrative-shaping revolver news piece, 
We don't hear from him at all. And you have people like Adam Kinsinger, who's a bizarre sort of yes man apparatchik for the regime who has a propensity to just cry uncontrollably at bizarre and inappropriate times. You have Adam Kinsinger weirdly in multiple public appearances just introducing the case of Ray Epps saying, oh, I just I don't want my children or grandchildren to ever think that this was something done by Ray Epps. He's He's bizarrely attached to this Ray Epps issue and into defending Ray Epps, which is such a a remarkable contrast to the uh, typical posture pertaining to January 6th and those involved, which was that any old grandma who happened to be standing around the Capitol grounds at any point uh, is a de facto domestic terrorist. That's and right. Yet, Dr. Right? Dr. Meaty, stay right there. I want to ask where you think this is going ahead of the election and so much more. And we'll talk about Elon Musk and the massive Twitter news. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation is being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored, you can be arrested, you can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada has introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up at the start of the next hour, the hybrid aliens are among us. No, this is public, hiding in plain view. All the UFO channel and everybody's obsessing over little lights in the sky or whatever, most of it man-made. Aliens have been designed right here on Earth. That's coming up at the start of the next hour. Then we have some special guests joining us to uh, lay out the latest COVID developments and more. Dr. Darren J. Beattie, 
is a former professor of political science at Duke University, went on to serve in the White House as speechwriter and advisor to Trump. He's now founder of Revolver.News, at Darren J. Beatty. And speaking of at Darren J. Beatty, your take on the Elon Musk situation, I noticed you had a great headline. I borrowed from it today for InfoWars show headline. The battle of the century, so I said the fight of the century, uh, for free speech is here. The battle of the century. Here's what happens if Elon Musk buys Twitter. Uh, but but just the way he's bringing it front and center, how they censor uh, in, in and of itself is a victory. And when we see their stock up just 18% since he announced this today, already up over 10% um, just in, in his interest in Twitter. Uh, this is this is really a big deal. Give us your take on where this is going. Well, it's truly remarkable. I think it's the most significant thing going on. Uh, period. There are so few uh, developments that are actually real in our politics, in our system. So much is just fake and performative. And here is one of the handful of genuine live players on the planet who's making a real move for the highest stakes imaginable, someone who's actually playing for keeps. And to get a sense of exactly what the stakes are, you have to understand what Twitter actually is. Twitter is no ordinary private company. I point out that there are many other companies that have a much larger market cap than Twitter, and the question of who runs these companies is virtually inconsequential. The question of who runs Twitter is existential. It's existential for the regime because all of the major stakeholders in this regime depend on information control in the global public square. And Twitter is a major part of the global public square. It's the epicenter of narrative formation and dissemination. It's where journalists, celebrities, captains of industry uh, communicate to the public. It is um, a stage for public diplomacy on the nation state level and increasingly even hybrid warfare. As you see, a lot of accounts that are uh, putting out information that contradict the uh, propaganda pertaining to the Russia-Ukraine situation, those are being canceled off of Twitter. So there's such enormous stakes and it's such a tremendous asset for the stakeholders of our regime. The question of who controls it is actually far more significant than Twitter's relatively meager 40 billion or whatever uh, valuation. I totally agree. I mean, let me give it to you this way. I don't want your view on this, doctor. The globalists all communicate with each other over this. It, it's it's a perfect place to, to, to share information. It's the pollinator for so many other bigger sites like Google and Instagram and Facebook, uh, where it's all basically shattered and atomized. Twitter is not atomized, and certain things get pushed to the top. And it's a place where it's designed for the, the, the college of ideas to push things to the top, not not controlled information. And so we know Twitter's been in decline during censorship. And so this would bring it back. It would explode it. And it would make it a new bellwether example to basically force the other companies to stop following the, the Chinese communist model or authoritarian model and to get back to the Americana model. So you're right. This is a very revolutionary moment right here. And we really need him uh, uh, to succeed. There's a lot of different angles and ways he could succeed. Uh, and, and, and we could also get nationalists and patriots and conservatives to go buy the stock ourselves, or if we have it, sell it to Elon Musk. There's a lot of things we can do. Absolutely. And uh, I think ultimately, though, what this is, it's, it's the declaration of war against the regime, what I call the globalist American empire, for the reasons I've described. And that Elon, who is a tremendously smart person, and uh, as is evidenced here, a tremendously a bold 
and courageous person, he needs to fully understand exactly the arena that he's stepping into because the regime is going to throw everything at him. He is going to become in a second, in a, in a moment, he's going to become a combination of Putin, of Derek Chauvin, of Trump 2016, of Alex Jones times 10,000, if not more. And it's going to be continuous, nonstop assault, the likes of which we haven't seen. So I hope. And, 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 and Doctor, you're right about that. He's super smart. I think he knows the time is right to break with the system and create new platforms. You know, I've known about this for a long time. I'm going to leave it at, at this. Uh, but Joe Rogan and Elon hang out a lot. And, and I've learned some of the things from, from Joe, but also others. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on here in Austin for free speech and new platforms and new podcasting and, and, and new Twitters and, and a lot of busy, busy bees, a lot of busy ants over in these laboratories Strangely, where I've been for 14 years are being built all around me. This is like the center of the new renaissance uh, is uh, where we are. And it's, it's very, very exciting. And I think he knows what you're saying is true. And so I would ask the question, why has he decided now is the moment to strike? I think he knows the establishment's weak. It's evil. It's collapsing. It's in trouble. And he, 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 he wants to be part of the new wave. He wants to be the leader of the new wave. Oh, exactly. It is a precious, rare moment of somebody in this system who made it at the highest level, who's actually willing to take existential political uh, risk. He's playing in the highest stakes. He's playing for keeps. But ultimately, that's what you need to do in order to win the future. And so he's doing exactly what someone in his position should do. So I commend him for that. I hope he's prepared for what's coming. And I hope he continues to go forward with his uh, project here. Well, I totally agree. I mean, I remember being at dinner with some folks a year ago, and they're like, watch what Elon Musk does. He's about to take on the whole power structure. He's with us. And, and I'm like, yeah, really? And then I see and then I see his actions more and more showing that. And then I know some folks in the White House, obviously, that were close to him in the Pentagon as well. And he succeeded at the best electric cars, at the best heavy boosters. Uh, he succeeded basically at everything he's done. Uh, and this is a revolutionary situation here. So I'm really excited to see him really orbiting towards renaissance and liberty. Uh, and and he'll, he'll become like a binary star of liberty uh, if, if he does this. I mean, this is George Washington type stuff. Yes, absolutely. And it really goes to show where the vector for true power actually is. I think just as a thought exercise, if Elon is able to pull this off, if this tremendous achievement of sort of liberating the public square and restoring free speech to it is achieved through private mechanisms, essentially through a multi-multi-billionaire buying a stake and infecting a hostile takeover of a company, this is more consequential than the outcome of 2024 politically. And it might help to just reorient our thinking about how uh, uh, energy and resources should be directed in order to affect the change that we want. I totally agree. And let me add this one key point. I'll have you back soon about your geopolitical views. So I really agree with them. I think you're a smart guy, a, a revolutionary in your own right. The spin by Bloomberg, the, the spin by CNN, the New York Times is all, oh, a billionaire troll hijacking media. We can't allow that. We've got to keep it independent and pure. Those are all owned by billionaire trolls. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post and a bunch of other stuff. So, so as soon as one billionaire does something they don't like, they're all together as a gang of billionaires. He's the one guy standing up. Now, he's the powerful establishment. No, he's fighting the establishment.
Yeah, now we saw this same paradigm with Trump where they say, oh, he's a billionaire. Yeah, Elon's a multi-billionaire, but still uh, someone of his stature taking on the entire system, the entire regime, which make no mistake, that's what this is. He's the underdog here. He's the person representing the people. If he actually goes forward and institutes free speech, that would be the most significant achievement in recent history. And it's so funny to see all of these journalists and establishment apparatchiks say, oh, the prospect of this billionaire restoring free speech to our global platform is a threat to democracy. They're coming out and saying it. Free speech, freedom of thought is a threat to democracy, which gives you a sense of what they actually mean when they use the term democracy. They mean control by themselves and their mafia friends who own this corrupt system. That's right. Dr. Beattie, Revolver News. Everybody should follow you, uh, Darren J. Beattie, on Twitter and Revolver.News. Thank you so much. In 50-second closing, what do you expect in the midterms? You know, they talk about the Democrats marching towards their own destruction on a death march. I mean, they're doing everything they can to destroy themselves. What are you predicting? Well, you know, for, for precisely the reason I stated, I haven't been really following the midterms from a predictive sense. There are some people that I like, but frankly, I don't have any prognostications as far as the general uh, political situation. Well, I think the Democrats are going to try to steal it and basically demonize anybody that questions election fraud as a terrorist. That's their whole drumbeat, so we know where they're going. Quite possibly so. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Uh, They're using the January 6th pretext to simply remove people from electoral ballots, which gives you a sense of what's at stake in the January 6th narrative. Yeah, if you question an election and say it was stolen, we won't let you run and we'll remove you from office, which is exactly what we're accusing them of. Thank you so much, Doctor. Thank you. Hour number two straight ahead. Get ready. It was about 25 years ago that I wanted to expand InfoWars. I've been on the air a couple of years, but I only had money to finance my own simple little local radio show. And I wanted to hire camera people. I wanted to make films. I wanted to really challenge the globalist. And it was a T-shirt I designed, the first one, Mass Murderers Agree, Gun Control Works, that helped us finance hiring the first three members of my crew. That's our oldest design, and we still sell it. We have that design over a hundred others that will now all be limited editions because whatever stock we've got in, that's it. We're selling everything out to fund the operation, to get rid of inventory. We'll still have some t-shirts in the future. They'll just be limited editions and short runs. So if you want to get any of these historic shirts, this is your last chance. Oh, and I almost forgot. We're selling them all at cost at InfoWarsStore.com. Every ball cap. Every flag, every hoodie, every long sleeve, every T-shirt, regular shirts, designer shirts, they're all selling at cost. Infowarstore.com. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Last week, a jury acquitted two men of all charges in a plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer because it was clear that the FBI set the whole thing up. 
While it is surprisingly good news to hear of their acquittal, it is not strange to hear of the FBI setting people up. They've been doing it for generations. During the late 60s, FBI informant Tommy the Traveler traveled to colleges throughout the U.S. posing as a student protester. He encouraged nonviolent activists to make Molotov cocktail explosives out of gasoline and successfully convinced two students at Hobart College to firebomb a campus ROTC building. Joseph Burton was hired and funded by the FBI to start a group of Maoist radicals that was deployed to the 1972 Republican Convention to encourage peaceful demonstrators to topple a bus and blow it up. The bomb that killed six people at the World Trade Center. Miles of flame in downtown Kiev, the capital city of the Ukraine, the battleground between the Anglo-American New World Order and the collapsed former Soviet attempted world order. And you have the George Soros CIA globalist funded groups, many of which have real beefs with the government, absolutely going wild absolutely attacking and shooting police. They've stolen thousands of, quote, firearms from the military and police. Calling for the country to join the EU. They're mad that the government a few months ago, and there was also a vote uh, in their parliament, did not enter the EU. Listen, I don't want them to join Russia or the EU. How about we have sovereign countries again that aren't dominated by corrupt kleptocratic empires? The bottom line here is just like the Syria civil war, it is the West quarterbacking and running this entire operation. Let me check it out right here. I'm going to pull it up right now. I'm going to go to the old NSA search engine. And I'm going to say five billion. Five billion. We have it. American, okay, global research. American conquest by subversion. Victoria uh, Newlands admits Washington has spent five billion to subvert Ukraine. That's a quote. Uh, print that for me, and they'll have great bibliography at the bottom. That's global research. After three visits to Ukraine in five weeks, Victoria Newland from the State Department explains that the past two decades, no, no, it's the last year, the United States has spent $5 billion to subvert Ukraine and assures her listeners that there are prominent businesses and government officials who support the U.S. project to tear Ukraine away from its historic relationship with Russia and into a U.S. sphere of influence via Europe. It's not a U.S. sphere, it's a banker sphere. And it just goes on. And then she's given low numbers at that Exxon event she was at. It's $5 billion the last 14, 15 months. But I'm digressing. Imagine the magnitude of that. That they're financing this. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest joining us to talk about the snake venom theory that has taken the internet by storm, and, and Mike Adams thinks it's got uh, some validity. I respect him a lot. I respect Dr. Artist. So we're going to be uh, talking to him and others coming up about this, and I've got articles here. Snake Venom Company, uh, Venom Tech, announces partnership uh, with Charles River Laboratories, which ran Fauci's secret island of medical experiments on monkeys and beagles. So we're going to be looking at that, how it ties into COVID, and more straight ahead with our special guest today and, and we've got all the other COVID news we haven't hit yet as well we're going to be going over infowars.com tomorrow's news today tell everybody you know tune in now this is important stuff
to an InfoWars.com Frontline Report. It's Alex Jones. All right, Dr. Brian Artis is going to be joining us here in just a few minutes. There's the headline for today's broadcast. We're into hour number two. Elon Musk launches free speech fight of the century with hostile takeover of Twitter. Meanwhile, the FBI now admits that Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson were right when we claimed that the FBI agents were involved in the January 6th rally. Special guest Dr. Darren J. Beatty just joined us and laid all that information out. Also, I am joined by Dr. Brian Artis to discuss the controversial COVID-19 snake venom theory, and Dr. Richard Fleming is breaking down the latest exclusive intel on the COVID medical tyranny rollout and more in the third hour today ahead of Ali Alexander hosting the fourth hour, then Owen Troyer, 3 p.m. Central, The War Room. But first, I wanted to hit this. Everything the globalists do, everything the transhumanists do, everything they're engaged in is anti-human. We have a 10-minute compilation video that I'll give you the title of in a moment of the main scientists, the the futurists of the Davos group saying the post-human world's here. You have no conscience. You, you have no free will. We own you. I mean, it's like aliens landed and we're saying you will be assimilated. We are the Borg. Resistance is futile. So we have that clip as well. But, but folks don't understand, they've had human-animal splice clones for 20, 30 years in the United States. I say 20, 30. Hell, I was covering that they had it around for at least a decade when I first got on air 25, 26, 27 years ago. So this is a huge deal. But, but, but whether you believe it's from outer space and aliens are running it or these are crazy humans that are manifesting some program that's in them, they are building an anti-human world. So John Bounds going to report the hybrid aliens among us. But if you don't believe me, just just type in human-animal hybrids are gestating on U.S. labs across the U.S. That's like a five-year-old article out of MIT Quarterly. And now they're, of course, got all these pigs that are part human and cows that are part human and uh, spiders that create or goats that are part spiders that produce body armor. That's 40-year-old technology. So... The globalists are having a revolution taking over our bodies, a revolution taking over our genes with these injections. And the head of the Davos group and his minions all admit this. And when I talk about it or Dr. Artis talks about it or any of these people talk about it, oh, we're kooks, it doesn't exist, while they're simultaneously admitting it all. So here's John Bounds' report. I hope you share it. It's at man.video in the John Bounds section. Just click the left-hand corner and find it, the link, or it's posted on InfoWars and on Bandot Video. The hybrid aliens are among us. Here it is. If your parents don't love and accept you for who you are this Christmas, I'm your parents now. With all of the inhumane state-sponsored sexualization of America's children. This amazed website really normalizes porn. The real drivers behind this are the Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Yes. Tammy Murphy worked closely with um, Advocates for Youth. So they found a way to connect with kids with what they're used to doing, playing on their devices and watching little cartoons. But they've taken away what the truth is about pornography, which they're being ripened for grooming for sexual abuse by adults. The war on basic fundamental human rights. Vaccine passports or digital ID wallets or whatever name they call it. In Italy, it's the green passport. We have new names and they keep morphing them to help them market it. If it snaps into place with an all digital financial system, including CBDCs, they will convert our home, 
our car and our communities into digital concentration camps. And I don't use that term lightly. At that moment, there will be no hope of building anything. We will have entered into a slavery system in which a handful of the most powerful people in the world can strip you and I of our assets, of our children, and control literally every aspect of our life, where we go, what we read, what we say, and what we eat. We have one, maybe two years to stop it. And the propaganda deluge. We are not fake news. We are real news. Much of the dossier has been corroborated. Some rioters were planning to murder lawmakers. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing by either Joe or Hunter Biden. The biggest terror threat in this country comes from radicals on the far right, primarily white men. The divide between humanity and a seemingly alien dictatorship grows with each passing day. Things have gone so far left that it isn't surprising that ufologists are beginning to claim that our government has been infiltrated by hybrid aliens. I have been reliably informed by a Washington source there is a hybridization program in process. A group of aliens plan to produce hybrids, combination of human beings and their own beings. If what I've learned is true, there is an intention on the part of these hybridizing species to take over the planet. The aliens have apparently created a hybridized species so that they can survive much better on the surface of this planet than hunkered down in their, in their alien bases. So, Tim, is it possible that there are hybrids walking down the streets of this town today? Definitely. People are abducted many, 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 many times, sometimes hundreds of times if they're old enough. And they might remember two or three instances. But this phenomenon is clandestine. It is secret. And the way in which you start secrecy is by making sure that the abductee does not remember what happened to them. Ufology specialist Dr. David Jacobs, a professor of history at Temple University and an author, has written several books on the subject of alien abductions, interviewing alleged survivors to gather and compare different testimony, which he claims forms a terrifying conclusion. He claims aliens are not only abducting humans, but are using mind control to integrate themselves into Earth's civilization and its governments, and an alien species is preparing to take over the Earth. Recently, the Pentagon released a trove of UFO-related documents due to a FOIA request. A common thread among the documents were abductees with burns, heart problems, apparent abductions, and... All right, let's stop right there. Um, the full report, there's a lot more of it, is on Bandot Video. The hybrid aliens are among us. But for TV viewers and radio listeners, I'm going to put on screen MIT. I'm going to put Reuters AP. There it is. Human-animal chimeras are gestating on U.S. research farms. Part animal, part human. Okay, this is old news. So everybody's talking about UFOs and flying saucers. The globalists say, we don't believe in God yet. We're going to become God. We don't believe in aliens yet. We're making aliens. So and I'm not putting down John Bowne, his alien off-world controlling an angle. The Bible says it's a fallen angel manipulating life here on Earth. I'm saying it's confirmed it's going on in front of us. I mean, here's Harari, full videos on Infowars.com. The, 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 the chief advisor to the World Economic Forum, he's their futurist. It's a 10-minute video, uh, but here's just a few minutes of it. Him openly saying, we're in a post-human world, humans are over, your free will is over. Here it is. 
COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. Mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet, above all they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood All right, pressure? folks, the what, full what video is 10 minutes long. I'm going to add it in post when we upload this to Bandai Video. But he gets into, we're God, we're taking over, you're obsolete, we're going to get rid of you. And he, he represents the most powerful group on earth that worships him. He's saying, we're going to kill you. But he's gay, too, so it's okay. It's like, it's like, it's like oh, Tim Cook runs death camps, but he's gay. It's like, well, I mean, if you're gay, it's all right. Okay. And he, and he wears black turtlenecks. So that's all coming up. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. You know, that's going on. It's kind of not hard to believe that they're creating synthetic snake venom and dumping it in the water. We know they're putting hydrofluorosilicic acid in the water. We're going to talk about it with Dr. Brian Artis straight ahead. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. Hey, everybody. Confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. Our good syndicated talk show host, Stu Peters, did an interview with Dr. Brian Artis on Monday that's gone really viral, and my phone's blown up, my email has, about snake venom in the water. So I went and actually researched what they said. That was a very small part of what was discussed. It became a distraction from the real research that Fauci and others have been looking at weaponizing synthetic snake venom, and Mike Adams sent me a whole plethora of articles and documents and studies about it. We're going to be discussing here today, but are they putting poison in the water? Well, here it is. This is out of a major study out of Harvard, 2012, impact of fluoride on neurological development in children, massive IQ drops as much as 15 points with just one part per million of fluoride. On average, the U.S. has 1.8. Study prompts call for lower fluoride consumption by pregnant women. Reuters. Harvard study finds fluoride lowers IQ. This is mainstream news. This is, this is Reuters, okay? So we know they're putting poison in the water, and we know that it lowers fertility and lowers IQ. So would they put synthetic snake poison out there? Because we know that there's two types of snake poison, snake venom, but one of them acts just like the spike protein with the blood clots and the attacks in the blood. And so it was Dr. Brian Artis doing research on all this. He's been a guest before. We're going to go right to him. Uh, the Dr. Artis Show.com. On Telegram is the Dr. Artist Show. He gets a lot of attacks out there. And uh, we really appreciate him. He's, he heads labs, the Artist Labs, the Healing Center. Got, we got a whole bunch of stuff in his bio. I'm not going to go over it here. He's an author. You can find out everything about him on his website, the Dr. Artist Show. Doc, this is a big story, obviously. And, and, and people have cherry-picked what was going on and kind of focused on a tiny part you were covering. But what's the big picture here, and why do you think this story's blown up so big? Well, it is very disturbing. It's been um, very emotional, actually, to uncover the research I have gone through in all the documents for the last four months. I never intended to ever fall upon this this idea that just there could be the possibility that there are evil agendas afoot that were even worse than I imagined with the COVID-19 agenda. I already knew about the hospital protocols. I've been on your program and talked about remdesivir, I mean, even a year ago. And then there's been one after another studies, World Health Organization database reviews that actually back everything I've been making claims about from the original studies of remdesivir. I've never intended on looking at snake venom or peptides from snake venom as a weapon. But when Dr. Richard Bartlett sent me a text on December 1st, he sent me a text that said, hey, Dr. Artis, if you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go to a hospital and get antivenom? And he sent that to me because he knew I didn't know something about antivenom. He wanted me to look at that text and go like this. Of course, I would go do that. He wanted me to look internal and know that I would trust monoclonal antibodies, which is what antivenom is made from. A lot of antivenom is made from that. And that that it could be trusted in a life-saving emergency like he's been using in monoclonal antibody infusion centers he created. But what it did to my brain was... I first recognized that I was wrong about monoclonal antibodies. He's been using them. Doctors have been using them successfully to treat COVID. But what I didn't know was antivenom could be a source of monoclonal antibodies as a solution to, to venom bites or bites from snakes. So, Alex, this is what happened. I wanted to know if monoclonal antibodies can be antivenom, has there ever been a source suggestion of COVID-19 that it might possibly have been snakes? If it is true that all these doctors around the country have successfully used monoclonal antibodies, and at the same time, our federal health agencies 
have not been encouraging monoclonal antibodies, especially since Omicron came out as the dominant variant. The FDA in January banned the use of all monoclonal antibodies. They don't want anybody touching them. So they obviously work because the CDC, FDA, and NIH have been telling all the doctors using things that work against COVID what to use and what not to use. So I had to take a deep look at myself and admit I was wrong about monoclonal antibodies. And then I had to find out, were there any documentation, research studies, when they looked at the source of SARS-CoV-2, that there was any ties to snakes? And holy crap, in January of 2020, April of 2020, independently in China and in France, they isolated the spike protein's genetic sequence, and they published that its codon usage bias was most similar to snakes. Snakes, the, the uh, Chinese crate snake and the Chinese king cobra. I didn't know this. I didn't even know what codon usage bias meant. I had to look it up. Codon usage bias by definition means the origin source of the gene. It wasn't bats. It was actually two snakes in two different studies. And then I started to realize, oh my goodness, I need to go look and see, is there any possible connection to all of the random medications. And then surprise, surprise, Fauci's fingerprints are all over as usual. All over it. So I wanted to know, is is there any validity to the fact that they're banning hydroxychloroquine and bad-mouthing that from the beginning, is there any possible link to the fact that hydroxychloroquine may be inhibitory to snake venom poisoning that these scientists figured out it was the origin source based on the codon usage bias? Well, let's go farther. What's the symbol of medicine? Two snakes. What's the double helix? All of it. What what does snake venom of that particular type do? It attacks and causes blood clots. It, it cuts the DNA into. Pretty crazy stuff. So so basically, you're brainstorming what's going on with snakes, and people are then cherry picking what you're saying and kind of misrepresenting it to say that you think you found out what's happening. But definitely, you're on to something. Yeah, I realize that when I look at hydroxychloroquine studies, and then. I want to look at venom. Did they ever do studies and found that hydroxychloroquine or anti-malarials are inhibitory to snake venomation? And there's tons of studies about it. And then they also find that snake venom peptides called metalloproteinases destroy your body's ability to maintain metals like zinc and copper primarily. And zinc, if you supplement it, it protects and inhibits some of the destruction of snake venom. And then I realized, is this possibly why they're actually attacking Dr. Ben Marble and Zev Zelenko from the beginning, that they were right about this? Then I wanted to look at the... the so, so you're Dr. giving us background, but bottom line, what's the hypothesis right now? Clearly, they're obsessed with snake venom. It's tied to it. What, 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 what do we think is going on there? Yeah, so what I, what I come to surmise is, is that they're actually SARS-CoV-2, the respiratory virus. Regardless if it's actually gain-of-function testing, the virus itself has had peptides of snake venom attached to it, either from crates or king cobras, or in my opinion. I told Stu Peters, I said, I think they're actually just doing it in the water. If SARS-CoV-2 is a bioweapon and we know we're getting sick from it, isn't it weird that the CDC, from the beginning of the pandemic, has been water testing looking for the bioweapon as a predictor of outbreaks in your town? They have 400 wastewater testing sites they're looking for SARS-CoV-2 in the water. Why is that so weird that I would say I think it's in water? That well, it's funny is water- there wasn't just Agent Orange sprayed in Vietnam. It came out they had synthetic cobra venom. That was declassified like 20 years ago. But they were actually spraying on people that caused blood clots and death. So uh, the CIA and the Pentagon were spraying 
unknown amounts of gallons on the, the Viet Cong with snake venom. Every single side effect that's appeared to be a mystery and unique to SARS-CoV-2 and the mRNA vaccines, go look at snake venom poisoning. They all cause all of them, including the loss of taste and smell. But again, you're not saying they're actually draining the venom off cobras. They're obviously synthetic. Even the stuff in Vietnam was synthetic snake venom. You think, you think though, they've got synthetic snake venom dumping it in the water supply? If I'm right, or if there's any possibility I might be right, I want well, you to I mean, tell I, you me know, more. I had family flying around on helicopters, spraying it on people. So who knows? We'll be right back. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. Save. GCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Freedom Command Central, it's the Alex Jones Show. Dr. Brian Artis is our guest. He's got the big story out questioning the bioweapon connection to snake venom, cobras and others connected to COVID-19. I've got mainstream articles connecting it to COVID-19 in the treatment, but also the origin. So there's this theory of yours just in research has exploded. Please continue with the evidence of what you think is really going on here. Yeah, so let's start with the evidence before everybody just dismisses this. If, if anybody isn't convinced that my reality might might be in question. I want you to take a look at this article, okay? This was published in October of 2021. This is just six months ago. And I'll read it for radio listeners. Put it back up there, Doc. I'll read it because we have a lot of radio listeners. It Everybody is a, a toxin-like peptides in plasma, urine, and fecal samples from COVID-19 patients, version 2, peer-reviewed, approved. Yeah, continue. Okay, so they took 20 PCR-positive-tested COVID-19 patients, and they ran their poop samples, urine samples, and blood samples. And they wanted to know, were there any venom-toxic peptides in those tissues? And then they compared it to people who did not test positive for SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19. And they took them from multiple cities around Italy. In every single one of the PCR-tested positive COVID-19 patients, There was animal venom toxins in their blood, urine, and feces, all of them, including 20 
snake venom peptides. How is it possible 20 different snake venom peptides ended up in the tissues of COVID-19 patients in a study in Italy just six months ago if there's not a snake venom connection? The other 16, there was a total of 36 of these venom peptides. The other 16 were from cono snails. It's called alpha toxin or alpha conotoxin. They've been making that venomous poison in lab since 1989 in mass quantities. That is just as biologically active as the venom from the snail. So my question is, in this article, they state none of the controls who tested negative for SARS-CoV-2 had any of these venom peptides in their blood, urine, or fecal matter. But every single COVID-19 positive patient did. And isn't it weird, it's weird to me over the last four months, that I've uncovered that snake venom research, even mRNA snake venom research, they use this test to identify and amplify its findings of the venom. Well, Doc, I'll be honest. When I heard about this two days ago going viral, I thought, that's ridiculous. How do you dump a bunch of snake venom in the water? Because it would it would it would basically uh, be diluted. It's not replicating like a virus, but that's not what you're saying. And when I went and looked, there's all these studies connecting it to COVID and back and forth, and and the very globalist studying it, obsessed with it. So what you're saying is somehow they've taken elements of it and maybe created a virus out of snake venom, so that a virus repl- replicates but creates venom while it does. That would be genius. Then when you inject somebody, they're basically being given a colony that's going to slowly grow snake venom. Yeah, that's very true. And then I had to look at the mRNA shots. The people who invented the mRNA shots are named Drew Weissman and Kathleen Carrico at the University of Pennsylvania. In 2009 and 2011, there's studies that when they were studying mRNA for gene therapy funded by the NIH and Anthony Fauci's department, each of these studies, to do gene editing therapy, they used a substance called snake venom uh, phosphodiesterase to cleave your RNA to insert the mRNA. It's phenomenal. And if you go look at snake venom phosphodiesterase, I did this with Mike Adams. When you when you buy it online for $133, it actually describes that you can't mix snake venom phosphodiesterase that cleaves genetic material. You can't use glutathione with it. You can't use vitamin C with it or any cysteine products like N-acetylcysteine. If you so it's mix all the same it, things. It's all the same things that stop COVID, stop snake venom. Exactly right. So my worry is, is are the side effects of the mRNA shots possibly linked to snake venom poisoning also or envenomation? The D-dimer level test. Have you heard about this, Alex? This oh, yeah, almost, uh, 60 plus percent of people that take D-dimers after the shot have blood clots. Exactly. D-dimers are an elevated blood clotting marker in the blood. Dr. Hoff out of British Columbia tested all of his mRNA vaccinated patients and they had these high elevations of it. Imagine my shock just last month when I uncovered on Medscape.com, one of the things you look for when you're interpreting D-dimer levels in the blood, lab techs and MDs, one of the five things they list is snake venom poisoning. So let me ask you, what do you think is really going on here? I have said from the beginning, just simply with the remdesivir hospital protocols, this must be a mass genocide attempt by Anthony Fauci. When I look at this weapon, possibly being and finding in the blood and poop and urine of COVID-19 patients, snake venom toxins. Snake venom is in antiquity one of the most historical biological weapons ever used. Did they possibly, which they have confirmed, 
There's 19 venom-specific toxins in Indian king cobra venom that destroy organs in mammals. Well, sure, I mean, I'm sure everybody's looking. As I've ever seen on this, even Discovery Channel, but reading it, the Pentagon created synthetic cobra venom and sprayed it on Vietnam, uh, not just the Agent Orange operation. But let's bring this up, Doc. This is the London Telegraph from last year, September last year. Wuhan scientists plan to release coronavirus particles into bat caves. Leaked papers reveal they came to the Pentagon and said it was synthetic. They created a synthetic replicating virus they were going to spray on people and spray and, and spread. And that's what the Pentagon sources told me before this even came out. Dr. I will, well, Dr. won't mention, but also uh, General Flynn told me about all this. And, and here it is, a synthetic replicating toxin. So what it is, is sh- sh- connected to snake venom, obviously, in some of the studies, a, a replicating toxin, a replicating nanotech toxin. Yeah, if you want to look at anything related to COVID, please just start looking through a lens that just possibly there's a connection to snake venom envenomation and then treat it as such. You've all been doing a great job, medical doctors, at treating COVID-19 patients. Every side effect and symptom you've noticed, it works with the products you have. And it's sure, but do you get what I'm saying? You can't dump a barrel of snake venom in the water supply and have it have a big effect. It's diluted. But if they create replicating snake venom, now you've got something, a bio, biomedical synthetic nanotech snake venom, because the studies are here, very similar to COVID-19. That would be a great weapon. Yeah, look at this, too. This is a patent for a recombinant, if you want to read it. Can you read that? Yes, I can. This is for a adenovector COVID-19 vaccine. In the descriptor, it actually says, to prepare this element, Take 50 microliters of the vaccine candidate strain venom. Really? I Start think over have- again. Yeah, so this is crazy. So, so talk to me like I'm five years old. What do you think is really happening here, Dr. Artis? I, I really think it's very possible that they are actually using snake DNA, mRNA. This is my, this is my hypothesis because of all the side effects of these shots, that they're taking mRNA gene sequencing from snakes and reptiles and actually cleaving your DNA with something called snake venom phosphodiesterase to get that snake venom DNA or mRNA into your gene sequence, then you'll start replicating what they call spike proteins that destroy your internal tissue when it Exactly. Could be so you start that's what I was saying. You start replicating you start replicating snake venom. Yes. And these these are known peptides to shred membranes. You threw up the study where the University of Arizona published over the summer when they looked at people that died from COVID-19 in hospitals, there's this thing inside all of their blood at super high levels called phospholipase A2, S-P-L-A-2. And it was also originally discovered in King Cobra venom. And they said, it looks like these people died from venom coursing through their body. Uh, what if it really is venom coursing through their body? We should go look at that and go see. The geneticist found out and published the codon usage bias or origin of SARS-CoV-2 in the spike protein was most identical to snakes. We also know in studies, people in better shape die quicker from snake bites because their cardiovascular system distributes it so quick. Look at how the healthiest people are dying from the shots. Pretty crazy. Man, this is powerful. Dr. Brian Artis is introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. We are so proud of InfoWars Life immune support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the info war, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product. Concentrated elderberry, concentrated echinacea, concentrated astragalus root, angelica root, loatium root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. I never compromise the quality of ingredients we put in InfoWars Live products. And that's why for more than two years, we've been sold out of Ultimate Bone Broth. And we could never get the ingredients again until now. And we have reformulated and not just used the same ingredients, we've boosted it and made them even stronger. So out of all the bone broths out there, I'm telling you, this is next level. Listen to what it's got in it. Cutting edge chicken bone broth protein isolate powder for better flavor and dissolvability. It's got turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other amazing known berries that turbocharge your body with antioxidants. And then it's got a bunch of other incredible things like magnesium, potassium, and sodium added. I mean, this sucker has got everything for your electrolytes. It's got real organic cocoa butter powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt, and it just goes on and on. It is now back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, available at 20% off and free shipping out of the gates at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Coming up, Dr. Richard M. Fleming on all the big COVID developments, the mask on airplanes, the tyranny, the death levels from the shots, a bunch of information he's got. Next hour, Dr. Brian Artis is our guest. We're about to go back to him on the whole snake venom angle. But I'll tell you what's not snake venom. Brain Force Ultra. We got three brain products. We have Turbo Force that lasts 10 hours, time release, powerful, clean energy from a top U.S. developer. We have Brain Force Plus that is just a good, classic, high-quality nootropic for your brain. Lasts about five hours. We got Brain Force Ultra that is amazingly psychoactive and really gets your brain focused. And hits in about 15 minutes. You take it under the tongue. Tastes really interesting. Has its own flavor. I think it tastes great. It's a bunch of cold-pressed compounds and herbs, so you get the full development of it. It is back in stock. We're being sold out for months. 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. So get your Brain Force Ultra today and experience this product uh, that is just a game-changer. Also, a lot of people complain because they get paid on Friday. They want us to extend the 75% off sale until Sunday. We're doing it. You asked for it. It is extended. Final day yesterday, but we're extending it through Sunday now for another four days. Up to 75% off pollen block, InfoWars immune support, Fizzy Magnesium, Vitamin D3 gummies, Vaso Beats, Biotrusselinium, all the t-shirts and apparel at cost, massive clearance sale, InfoWarsStore.com. Or triple eight two five three three one three nine, but Brainforce Ultra is an amazing nootropic, and I love the fact it hits in fifteen twenty minutes, dissipates in a couple hours. It's so psychoactive, and then you can go right to sleep. I use this. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm going out to see one of my favorite comedians next week, and I'll be tired when he's on at like nine o'clock. But I'll just when I'm in the car about to go in, bam, hit this. I'll see a three hour show, 
sleep like a baby at 11 o'clock when I get home at night, unless my buddy wants to go out to dinner or something. But the point is, is that Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Going back to Dr. Brian Artis. Uh, wow. So, so a lot of other angles to this. Why do you think the story exploded so big? As people went and researched COVID and then looked at snake venom and there's all these mainstream articles connecting it. I mean, it, that, that is weird. Well, personally, uh, I think it was, I think it was shocking to Stu Peters when I brought this information to him in confidence in a private meeting. And then he asked me, well, how would they be delivering this? Do you think? And I, I actually told him, I think they're doing it in the water and I think they're targeting specific communities and that's how they're doing it. And a lot of people have just, he, he really got upset about that. And uh, he let people in the world know, and the world is being shocked by that revelation. But what's interesting is, is around the world, people in countries, they didn't even know the government's been doing it the whole time. They're all looking into the wastewater surveillance. People need to understand, like what Mike Adams explained the other day in an interview with me. It's, it's odd to think that it couldn't be in water. They're looking for it in water as the predictor around the world for future outbreaks. In and, and by the way, Greg Reese, a couple months ago, did a report showing with their own statistics that they're deli- that in red states, you've got double or triple the sicknesses and that they know they're delivering the poison shots to red states. That's, that fits with your hypothesis. It's how bad is my batch? In fact, go back, folks. There it is. 1.3 million views. He's a hundred million views. Evidence that U.S. government targeting red states with deadly batches of vaccine. That's what you're finding, you're saying. Oh, absolutely. I actually believe this is a massive eugenics program, and I believe they're using peptides from snake venom to target specific comorbidities. For example, there are peptides in snake venom that directly destroy pancreatic cells and will create for diabetics a disastrous disease and death scenario. And there is no one that's more targeted right now than those that are diabetic, and those who have heart disease. You know, it's very interesting, Alex. If you look at CDC's data COVID tracker, the highest percentage of a single race who has died at levels the highest each week of the pandemic in America is Native Americans for almost every state. Yeah, why do the globalists, why do they always want to kill the Native Americans off? They're just obsessed with it. They're not even bothering anybody. I know. And then I looked it up and I wanted to know, well, what race in America is the highest predominantly represented by a percentage diabetics? I couldn't believe it. This is just a few days ago. It's Native Americans and Eskimos. And the people in British Columbia, Columbia, Dr. Hoff was finding had high D-dimer levels after the vaccines and were struggling so much. They're all indigenous people. So I actually believe they're targeting these people, unfortunately, that are diabetic and are sensitive to these biological weapons that are actually found in nature, isolated scientifically. They can synthetically make venom from snakes. CNN reported January of 2020, you no longer need snakes. We can make snake venom in a lab. I mean, that's what they reported, not me, CNN, mainstream media. So you can come at me with with hate and disgust. I will tell you, the whole reason why I even brought it up is because I am sick and tired of innocent people dying and being murdered, diseased with this sick agenda. And I am out to thwart that agenda. That's my entire attempt. It has never been to scare you. It's to well, give Doc, you we, I mean, we should be concerned. You're right. And, and I've got you, uh, you and Mike Adams sent me like 30 articles here with the connections of venom and, and, and this vaccine. So there's no, there's no doubt there's a crazy connection to this. And there's no doubt that Fauci is heavily connected. Can you speak to that? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Dr. Anthony Fauci has a huge huge implications in this. I want to do something with you, Alex. 
I would rather everyone go look at a company called Ophirix, O-P-H-I-R-E-X. The co-founder of Moderna actually said last summer that the mRNA tech they're using for these vaccines can be used to fight snake bites. I saw that. And they're going to... And they're going to use that. And he's been advising a company called Ophirix. Guess who is funding Ophirix? Ophirix is an anti-venom drug company. And they're doing an ex- uh, research studies right now with a research study called STAIRS. They're taking this oral anti-venom drug and they're actually testing it to see if they can clear up acute respiratory distress syndrome, syndrome which is what COVID is. They're using anti That's right. For those do- that don't know, and, and I've got to go back to biology class, but you're, there's two different types of venom, but the cobra venom is neurological and attacks the brain and the breathing, right? There's three types of venom toxins, neurotoxins, hemotoxins, which is blood, and then cytotoxins, which is But I thought with snakes, salt. it's only two, though. They only have two, right? Oh, no. No, no. There's only two snakes. They've identified crate and cobras as the yeah. original source. But no, every snake's got, a lot of the viper snakes have all three of those neurotoxins. But Ophirix, I want you to know, go look at this. It should be disturbing. Ophirix is a brand new company, just awarded a contract by Welcome Trust Fund. And look at the link with World Economic Forum. World Trust Fund is now giving this company $100 million over seven years, $80 million actually, over seven years to investigate snake venom. And guess who else is funding them? The The Department of Defense. And the World Health Organization. Well, let's expand on that. No, you're right. There's a bunch of different types of neurotoxin. I'm saying there's two different types of, of, of snake venom. And, you, and you're looking at the neurotoxin family, correct? Oh, yes. Yep. Neurotoxins by far. When they actually found the spike protein for SARS-CoV-2 was most identical to the gene sequences of crate and cobra venom peptides or genes, those actually target neurotoxic centers of the brain called nicotinic acetylcholine receptors. And in those studies, they hypothesized, is this why we see around the world that smokers are the least represented in hospitals for this new respiratory I was about disease? to say, what is it in nicotine that's doing this? Or what's in the cigarette? Yeah, so they hypothesized in these research studies, is this why there's some protective nature of nicotine with these snake venom neurotoxins found to mimic the spike protein? Is that providing some protection? What was interesting was when they made this aware to the world that they were seeing this in hospitals around the world, our federal government came out and said, there's no better time than now to quit smoking because smokers are the highest represented in hospitals and death. That was a flat out lie. I will tell you, I am not a nicotine expert. I am not. I know, but, well, so, so why, but it's been in the news that smokers were less. Well, I mean, what, what's the nicotine doing? Do we know? Yeah, so this is me talking as a non-nicotine expert. Every single person in the last four months who is struggling to get over a COVID scenario, uh, after two weeks of doing everything you can, we've heard about, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and everything else, corticosteroids, if they were still struggling, all I said, why don't you go try nicotine patches or nicotine gum? I cannot tell you, since Stu Peters released that documentary, I cannot tell you, even this morning, people who have been struggling for the last two weeks to get over their symptoms... And within minutes of chewing Nicorette gum or a nicotine patch, have seen remittance of their symptoms. Well, I mean, we know it, not, we know it's a vaso restrictor; it makes your arteries and veins and, and blood vessels contract. But, but I mean, I know this uh, definitely. Long COVID's real. It definitely is a prion. It definitely replicates the body. 
And that's why they want three, four shots for people to test and see who they can basically colonize with this. Whatever it is, they're colonizing us with it. Whatever they're doing, uh, venom from snakes is known to be deadly. And why would we weaponize it in any form to inject it into our kids, inject it into our arms, or release it in water or air? I don't see any reason. Why All right, Dr. Brian problem. Artis, thanks for coming on so quick. Join us again next week if you can to give us updates on this. Thank you so much for your time. Wow, powerful interview, ladies and gentlemen. There's no doubt the globalists are poisonous and they're hitting us with fluoride in the water, so who, who knows? We'll be right back. Hour number three, straight ahead. The newest product from InfoWars Life is now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It is concentrated known herbs and compounds that will supercharge your body's natural defenses, your immune system. While at the same time, fun in the InfoWar. Our immune systems have always been critical. But in this globalist era, with all the criminal activity they're involved in, it is more important than ever to take the tools God gave us and supercharge our immune systems. InfoWars Life Immune Support is a game changer. And everyone out there that wants to be healthy and wants to boost your natural defenses should get it today. Out of the gates is 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Got a lot of other great products that boost your immune system as well. But this one is the very strongest we've got. So anybody out there that cares about their health and wants to take care of themselves needs to get this product. It's also a great gift for friends and family to boost their immune systems as well. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off. 